The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You chose to take a journey down a long and dangerous trail Chose to serve your country and we know you served us well But now you're back and it's our duty to keep you safe and warm Shake your hand and welcome you back home with open arms We're America, your family, the land of liberty We're thankful for your sacrifice, your fight to keep us free We are America and we truly do believe You're the backbone of our nation Thanks to you we're living free We're a quilt of many colors And we breathe red, white, and blue We're America, your country And America wants you It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, along with his co-host, Linda Crater. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray with his co-host, Linda Crater. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is January 21st, 2014. If it goes any faster, it's going to be Christmas again in no time. Uh, my name is Gary Ray. I'm your host along with Linda Crater, President and CEO for VeteranCaregiver.com. Linda, how are you doing? We're doing just fine, although we are watching the snow come down, and I understand we should be getting between 6 and 10 inches. That's a little bit up from 2 to 4 yesterday. Oh, boy. Get that shovel, <laughs> get that shovel out. No problem. (laughs) Well, we have a really uh, exciting and a unique program today, but before we get to our guests, we're going to spend the next couple of minutes with Anthony and Tom from Veteran Trek. As everyone already knows, Veteran Trek is about two veterans walking 2,700 miles from Milwaukee to L.A. They have made a commitment to bring awareness for PTSD, veteran suicide, and dry hooch of America, and they're doing a great job of it. Anthony, good morning. Morning, Gary. Good. Twelve days to go. Are your feet excited? Um, every <laughs> part of me is excited. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Next Tuesday will be the last Tuesday where we'll be walking. Um, it's kind of hard to imagine that two weeks from now we'll be on our way home. Oh, isn't that going to be great? Going to be a chance to relax, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Any incidents in the last week? Um, well, when we left Arizona, started walking through California, um, Charles, the, uh, the Afghanistan veteran that we stayed with in western Arizona, he started blasting emails out into Southern California to try to get us support. And uh, a VFW in uh, Canyon Country, California, um, they basically stepped up and said, we'll support you through the end. So the 
post commander and his family are letting us stay by them every day until we're done feeding oh, us fantastic. dinner. Um, yesterday they had like a VFW kind of community cookout. And so we went for that. Um, actually spent the weekend up by the VFW listening to the music and meeting with all the different veterans and stuff like that. So um, it's been a relaxing, you know, couple days, and now we're on our way back out to start walking again, and we'll probably start walking probably within an hour. All right. Now that's so Charles 100, Black, right? Yeah, Charles Black. He helped us in uh, western Arizona. We stayed by him for almost two weeks, and every day he'd pick us up and bring us back so we've got somewhere to stay and set us good dinner. And now um, the VFW post commander in California that's helping us, his name is Roy, he and his family are uh, basically putting us up, you know, until we get to Santa Monica Pier. That's phenomenal. That's great. That's great. And how is the donations coming? Getting closer? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of slowed down a little bit. I think we raised somewhere. I have to add up the numbers again, but it's somewhere between like seventy and $75,000 that we've raised so far. Um, so it's good. I mean, I think that given that Tom and I have basically done this whole thing and we don't have any corporate sponsors and we don't have any, um, you know, large backers, that to be able to find so many people that donate $5 or $10 or $20 or $100 to add up to that amount um, in the short amount of time that we put the walk together. And then really, I guess it feels a lot longer, but it still only has been four and a half months that we've been walking. And that's relatively short you know, time to raise that amount of money. I think that's an extraordinary total thus far. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And again, where can they go to donate? Um, you can go to www.veteranstrek.com, uh, click on donate. Um, if you, you can go to our Facebook page and donate. Um, if you go to uh, dryhooch.org and click on the Veterans Trek tab, you can donate. Or um, you can send a check directly to Dryhooch in Milwaukee um, if you don't utilize technology. But then I wonder how you're listening to the Voice America Radio Network. <laughs> um, um, or you guys have set up the uh, texting so you can text by cell phone and do a donation right from there. Um, there's ample opportunities to donate. You just have to want to do it. We also set it up again on our site if you go to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and click on any of the Veteran Trek or Dry Hooch icons. It will take you directly to the donation page where 100% of that donation goes directly to the Veteran Trek guys. Okay. Yep, and I think uh, February 1st, 3 p.m., Santa Monica Pier is where we end, and we should get back to Wisconsin, get home uh, February 10th, and then there's like a welcome home party in Milwaukee on February 15th at 1 o'clock at the War Memorial, which is where we left from. So um, those are the only additions I can give you that maybe I didn't know last week when we talked. All right. All right. I guess I just got that email about the party. (laughs) All right. Anthony, your voice even sounds different. You sound really Uh, pumped. Congratulations. Well, I've taken taken the last couple days off, both Tom and I have, so... Uh, got some good sleep, got some good food, and now we only have 160 miles left. And the beauty part of that is we have more than 10 days, which means we don't have to just sit here and crush out miles for the next 10 or 11 days. It'll just be 15 miles a day or so, which for us at this point really is not very much. 
Wonderful. Um, well, good luck, uh, guys, and um, uh, we will see you uh, again next Tuesday. And, cool. uh, uh, you know, we're very proud of what you're doing. Well, thank you. So you have a great day, and we'll talk we to do. you later. Appreciate yeah, it. Take care. See ya. Let's get to our guest. Linda, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? I am very honored to introduce our guest today. Anthony was talking about mobile technology, and it is truly everywhere these days, and people have become very, very dependent on it. One group, these two that we're going to be speaking to today, is leveraging the power of mobile technology by creating a safety application that can really change lives. We will hear more about how we can be empowered, protect ourselves better, improve the quality of life, and really understand better how to connect. The company name is called LiveSafe, and we're going to be talking today to Christina Anderson, who is known as the Chief Evangelist at LiveSafe, and she is a survivor of the Virginia Tech shooting um, incident a couple years ago, and Shai Palavani, I hope I said that correctly, is the primary founder of the company and is a victim of crime himself and has become an advocate for safety and mobile technology to fill the gap that exists to prevent things. So without further ado, we will let them tell their stories. Welcome to the American Heroes Network, Christina Anderson and Chai Pelavani. Hi, Linda. Hi, Gary. Thanks for having us. It's our pleasure. Maybe yes. the best way to start is to begin with the story of how you two came together and what motivated you to begin LiveSafe. Sure, of course. Um, well, my story begins so seven years ago. Um, as you mentioned, Linda, I was a sophomore at Virginia Tech during when the school shooting happened. Uh, that morning actually started off uh, kind of like today in that it was really, really cold and, and snowing, and you know, which was rare for, for Southern Virginia. I was going to my French classroom, and I was sitting in class, and we had no prior knowledge that there was uh, earlier shooting that morning. So when I was sitting there, you know, we were just catching up on the weekend and, uh, and French verbs. I mean, honestly, I have no recollection of what we were actually studying. <laughs> we heard the first, yeah, I wasn't the best student. Um, we heard the first gunshots in, in the hallway, and I wasn't raised around guns. Like, I had no prior knowledge of what that sounded like, but it was so sharp and so alarming that you instantly stopped what you were working on and everyone kind of looked up. And my teacher was in the front of the classroom. She had opened the door to look at, you know, what the noise was. She immediately slammed it and her, she looked back and she said, call 911. And you could see the look of panic on, on her face. So I, I instinctively just got on the floor and I got down and I took cover on the desk that was, you know, that I was sitting on. We had those very simple desks that you you know, you put your books underneath, so I got my legs under it, and I put my stomach on the chair, and he literally, the door didn't close before the shooter walked in, and he walked in, he went to the other side from where I was, and he just started shooting. Um, he didn't say anything, he didn't stop, he literally, um, very like meticulously, just went down the rows of people, and I'll never forget that feeling of hearing the sounds get closer and closer to me, both of the gunshots and of just people obviously yelling and yelping with each one, I remember telling myself, like, brace it, you know, your turn's going to come. And so he shot me the first time, was in the back, and he eventually left and came back into our classroom three times, shooting me twice in the back and, and once in the foot. So obviously this has become, we've heard about more school shootings and more incidents of violence since, but that was the worst school shooting by a single person um, ever. So it's definitely has shaped how Shine and I came together and 
has led to our work now with, with LiveSafe as a complete, obviously, as you can understand, life-changing event. Um, but I made a full recovery and, and everything has been fine. And what's really led our work um, has been the learning that all of these events have been premeditated and they always tell someone there's information and there's leakage, you know, before it happens. So if we can help empower those people that know about a certain crime or someone who's having an issue, um, get them help and, and speak up, we can actually help prevent things before they happen. Because, you know, while I, of course, wish that my situation was very drastic. It's unfortunately, you know, not unique. We've had more school shootings, more violence, um, more suicides even nationally keep happening. Um, you know, we know, for instance, on, on the veteran scale that um, nearly one in five suicides nationally is a veteran, while they still make up a very small percentage of the population. So this is an issue that hasn't been solved, and it's one that's very personal to both Shai and myself to, to work on. Wow. You know, we're going to that's a fantastic story, but we're going to just jump into a quick break. And Linda, I think you'll agree with me that we strive each week to present our audience with stories of true American heroes and the individuals or organizations who assist them. We work hard to provide fresh information and resources for the challenges our military and veteran families face. We want to make 2014 our best year, and we need your help. We would like new ideas on what type of shows we'd li- you'd like to hear, and we need everyone of our listeners to go to our website, AmericanHeroesNetwork.com, either on your computer or phone. We are mobile-friendly. And go to our blog and give us your input. Help us out here. After all, we value your opinion. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda and our guests, Christina and Shai. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guests, Christina and Shai. And uh, why don't Shai, why don't you go ahead and tell us your part of the story? Sure, sure. Uh, my name's Shai Paul Bonney. I'm the founder of Live Safe. And, you know, just really inspired by Christina's story and the tragedies, you know, that are befalling our country with the mass shootings. And these things are just so preventable. You know, every shooter has, you know, almost 20 different touch points with people before they uh, get into their act. And if someone, you know, would share those bits and pieces of information, you know, these tragedies could truly be uh, prevented. Uh, thankfully, you know, we've had lots of interest from military bases. Um, we're working down a path of working with military, and we'll love to have a lot more. Uh, we know that these issues are happening everywhere, and we believe we can impact the problems in this country and around the world positively by inspiring and empowering, you know, everyone, our armed forces, to share more information. Uh, you know, just one stat, uh, you know, in 2012, unfortunately, you know, we had more military suicides uh, than combat deaths. Um, you know, you could call it a crime, you could call it harassment, but in the, in the end, our core is safety, and we use technology to help solve it. You know, let me just tell you briefly, you know, how it works or, you know, what's possible when you give someone a mobile app. You know, I think the stat is 97% of, uh, you know, military personnel and armed forces, you know, they get their information through their mobile app. Uh, you know, there's an app to deal with every issue. There's one for weather, traffic, shopping, banking. Uh, how do we not have an app for safety? Uh, but what we've learned is that, yes, you know, it is working. You know, coupled with social services, it can really help make a difference in someone's life. Uh, we receive suicide tips all the time, you know, from loved ones that suspect someone that may need help. Uh, and LiveSafe is just here to create much higher levels of connectivity. Uh, because with the LiveSafe mobile app, we have the ability to really break down the barriers to communicating and sharing. And LiveSafe just makes it easy. It makes it simple and de-risk sharing and provides a great feedback loop, which makes a really powerful experience. Wow. You know, the one thing that struck me off your website is that it's not just one way. It is actually an interactive two-way communication tool with first responders, and that's very unique. Yeah, it's uh, really one of a kind. You know, right now when you report something to law enforcement or uh, somewhere, you know, it feels like it goes into a black hole. But we, we've also built, you know, it's not just a mobile app. There's this great cloud-based dispatch technology that sits in dispatch centers, and they can chat back and forth with uh, the tipster or the, the person that's using the mobile app. And you could even be anonymous. You can anonymously report information, but because there's this two-way chat, they can still go back and forth and glean more information and, and re- again, really helping to be a, a, a big preventative tool and, and being able to go back and forth. That's, that's really powerful. You know, the thing that strikes me as, as I listen to you is that one of the big um, repercussions of the Fort Hood incident 
was that it was not only those who were in the general vicinity of the shooting, but it was those way across the base who were truly suffering, knowing something was going on, but they didn't know what. Does this have the ability to reach out and at least give an update or an alert to anyone who has the app if if it's in use? That's correct. It's also a mass notification tool. So, uh, given the Fort Hood shooting, you could send specific messages to people in specific buildings and say, you know, the base now in a lockdown, or, you know, lockdown to be over in 15 minutes. You know, if you imagine all the different incidents, people are stuck in these buildings and they have no way of knowing what's going on. So it's really critical to have a mass notification system to be able to message them through the app and say, you know, here's an update, here's what's going on, and, you know, be able to provide some sort of level of comfort or peace of mind on on what's going on. That's where I see a a huge value. The other thing is I know that with the families that I serve, the caregivers, many times I am sent pictures or videos about explaining what's happening in their household and what do they do. If I understand the technology properly, you can do that via the LiveSafe app as well, correct? Yes, correct, Linda. So anyone who has our app can send in a picture, um, a video, an audio with their tip. And again, as I mentioned, they can go back and have the live chat. And I think to go back to the anonymity feature, that's really important, especially for our active servicemen and veterans. And that I think for the families as well, there's often um, a fear of reprisal or stigma with speaking up, having being able to submit the tip with a picture, whatever they might be seeing, kind of de-risks the situation and and that's helping us get a lot more information um, from our users. Makes sense. Yes, that's phenomenal. Now, just explain to me, say that I'm, I have the app and, and I am um, uh, see an incident happening. Where is that sent or do I have a choice of sending it to the fire department or the police department or how would it work? It's so traditionally, all based on GPS. When you make a 911 call, it gets routed based on your GPS to the nearest police department. And our app works okay. the exact same way. We have part, you know, if we have a partnership with the military base, if you're on that base, based on your GPS, it'll route it to the police department of that military base. Oh, okay. That's pretty unique. All right. No, we share a, you know, one of our advisors, the retired U.S. Air Force Lieutenant General Dick Newton. Um, he finds LiveSafe to be a powerful solution in three ways that I'd love to share. You know, one is it's a great deterrent for bad behavior. Second, you know, it's a preventative tool for, for local leaders and safety officials to stop crime or tragedy from occurring in the first place. Uh, and also enables first responders to react faster smarter and more efficiently through improved situational awareness because they have a GPS of where the incident came from, picture, video, audio evidence. And then obviously it's, it's a compelling solution uh, to, to two of the most important issues facing our military, you know, com- combating sexual harassment and, and enhancing prevention of suicide within the ranks. You know, I, I see actually two other areas where I see things happening all the time. One is domestic violence which is something most first responders dread because there really isn't much except a he said, she said, or she said, he's whatever. Um, and also for, well, it's across all age groups, also in bullying. These are becoming increasingly severe with severe repercussions in teenagers, for example. So they, of course, have their phones glued to their hands all the time. 
So I see many uses for this in the military community and in the community at large for family members as well. Does that make sense? Linda, yes, Linda, you're absolutely right. I mean, we know that about 75% of, 79% of people that are millennials, so aged, you know, 18 to 24, have a smartphone. And by 2016, that number is going to be 90%. Oh, my so goodness. As- yeah, as I mentioned, I mean, they're not only using it to uh, look up the weather and get directions and study, um, almost half of all also admitted to using it in the bathroom. So they're completely, <laughs> they're, they're glued to it. And it's um, by, you know, if you know that there's more eyes and ears out there, you are going to be more likely, less likely to engage in that kind of behavior. If you know someone's going to speak up and they can, and they can share it. And we have seen that. We're in several high schools in Loudoun County, Virginia, where we're getting all kinds of tips around suicide and bullying and, you know, sexual harassment even. Um, it's really incredible what teens will do when you give them the tool to do it. So yeah. users, users are visible to each other? Users are only visible to whoever has the dashboard. So they're visible to the police or the mental health professional, the administrator who's viewing it. So it's a very private way of communication. All right. It's also very, it sounds very community-based. So it's Mm -hmm. local-based. You're not just connected to a great um, call center in the sky. You, You actually are connected to someone in your local area who could assist you or do the follow up. Sure, yeah. And crowdsourcing public safety, I think, is really the future. You know, imagine mm-hmm. you're at an event, you, you know, someone nearby tips off that there's some suspicious intruder onto the base or, or, or campus. And, you know, that, that'll make every other citizen be more vigilant. Um, it'll make them more likely to want to share information as well on something that they've seen that may be suspicious. Uh, but you're exactly right, Linda. You know, it's interesting. The first thing that comes to mind after watching the news last night, and I'm I'm thinking that you maybe have already done this, but I know they're very concerned over safety at the Olympics. Is that perhaps some future thought for application in large, large public uh, spaces? Yes, definitely. Uh, we've, we've been saying laser focus, but the, the application lends itself to a whole plethora of different events. You know, any big event, you know, the Boston Marathon or the Olympic or, um, you, know, fo- you know, 49ers or football games, anything, um, you know, can lend itself to use the app. Uh, you know, a self-containing building, a, a base, a commercial building, there's a number of uses for the service. Again, it's just deputizing every person that's out there to be able to share more information. It sounds like a peace of mind tool as well. If you know you have the means with which to communicate and someone at the other end to receive those messages, it sounds really relevant on a group level. But I also believe that it gives you the option to work this on a very personal level to your own friends and family. Yeah, Can you talk a little bit about right that? On the head. You know, it really provides peace of mind for families of service members, allows those in the military and vets, you know, a great resource to have in their pocket. And, and you know, that's, that's important. You're, you're walking home late at night. You know, what are you doing? You're staying on the phone with a loved one or you're keeping your phone nearby. But, you know, having an app like this that with a touch of a button you could access help, you know, that truly brings peace of mind uh, to be able to know that you can access help so quickly and easily. Well, and also as technology, um, just to add to what Shai was saying, you know, even if we're very far apart or we're separate, it can be a very interesting connecting tool because I think some often, you know, people that live in more rural, remote areas where they can not easily access um, the mm-hmm. help they might need, they mm-hmm. can get that as well. So, 
it strikes me that it also could be used, correct me if I'm wrong, as peer-to-peer discussions. So if, if you, are you able to put in your trusted contacts and your trusted uh, group so that you can customize it to yourself as well as it being customized to the community? That's correct. Uh, there is one feature. It's called the Monitor Me. So what you can mm-hmm. do is, let's say you're walking home or you're driving in a neighborhood um, that isn't the best one, you can send a, a link to your emergency contacts. It could even be grandma who doesn't have a smartphone and allows, you know, as long as they have Internet access, they can click on that link and they can monitor your location and make sure you're getting to your destination safely. And you could communicate back and forth with that person. And that's a critical feature. To, you know, n- most people don't interact with law enforcement, but your loved ones are always there to take care of you. And why not leverage technology to enhance that experience uh, by using the GPS technology and the phone to be able to be tracked and, and, and be monitored? And peer support, as you know, in the military is so important, whether it's vet to vet, battle buddy to battle buddy, or caregiver to caregiver. Being able to connect to those who mean something to you and you trust is a huge advantage to positive mental health and positive outcomes whenever things kind of go down the wrong road. So this sounds like a huge uh, help as it is being leveraged and, and put out further. All right. Well, we're going we're to jump in. And, we're going to jump in and have a quick break. Uh, I just want everybody to know that this Friday, the twenty fourth, the Falls of Honor is having an event at the House of Blues at Disney. So, anybody in the Orlando area? <laughs> I guess I'm the only one, huh? Keep laughing. <laughs> uh, this this is a one of a kind event. They're having seventeen. Usually have around seventeen hundred private invitation only, uh, and I'll tell you, it's a really good event. We're going to be there. And we're going to be posting photos of that event this weekend, so be sure to come to the site later this week. And thirsty yet? Stand by. This is coming soon. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda and our guests, Christina and Shai. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes 
Network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Well, welcome back. We're here with our guest, Christina Shai. And Linda, you had a question. Well, I think that connection and communication are so critical in the community for our military families. I'm wondering, do you have any stories that you're able to share on the air with us where this very thing has helped either prevent or create greater peace of mind or really improved quality of life for families? Yes, definitely, Linda. I mean, people are communicating with safety officials, and they're providing information um, to us that they have never, police have never received before. So just to share a couple tips that that we've seen, um, there was one that was a harassment that came in, and the girl had sent the contact information. So when the police saw, they had her name, her email, all of her, her information. And she said, there are two guys at a dining court who are sitting by the salad stand. They're harassing me and trying to touch me. I moved away quickly, but that really bothered me, and I'm scared they might follow me when I go home. And what's interesting is in the response, the police shot it back within seconds. They responded, and they asked her if she wanted help, and they went back and forth, and she said, no, I'm fine. I just want you to know where I am just in case something happens. And to see the kind of trust that that was building between the police and the student who was sending it in is just really, really remarkable. Um, we've also received a lot of suicide tips. Um, one that came in, again, she sent the name, but she said, I think she may be suicidal. I've heard this. It may just be a rumor, but I just don't want something to happen, so I'm telling you guys. And now police have that, you know, that marker, that information that if this person comes up on a different spectrum, on a threat assessment evaluation or whatever it may be, they're more able to, to help her. We also get tips about things that are just happening in the community. One was an injured person. I think I just walked by a bleeding man. He had his left shoe off and a bloody t-shirt. And we actually followed up with the police department. They said, you know, tens of people had passed this man. He was in a very busy intersection of the street and and no one reported it. And even, this, and even this person said, you know, I think I walked by and he kept going. Um, so thankfully he did get the help he needed, but it just takes, you know, that extra push and that extra uh, tool to be able to, to get that information. So we've gotten, like I said, bullying, um, sexual assault, drug, tra- drug trafficking even. Um, it's been really remarkable, the, the impact that it's had. You know, you started this segment with the fact that all of these, um, not all, but many of these large-scale incidents had tips up beforehand that they only found in retrospect. As you're t- sending in tips and things, is it possible to track... Um, if this person has been reported on before so that maybe patterns can be realized, I'm thinking more in a university setting, but if there's somebody who is constantly being reported on, doesn't that raise a red flag within that community? 
Oh, definitely. And that's one of the best uh, services that this technology can do is, is to give that information. I mean, we like to say that before, you know, a, a threat assessment professional or a police officer, before they can kind of connect the dots of what's about to happen, because there is a very um, uh, traceable lineage before someone, you know, commits a crime, you have to collect the dots. And so what this is doing is giving people another tool to report another in a layer of communication for those folks that aren't going to make a phone call. I mean, the phone, is, I think it's interesting, the, the call button on an iPhone is consistently the least used feature on an iPhone. So if they can text, if they can email in, um, we're giving them that extra um, info they wouldn't have had. So absolutely, they can search in the dashboard, they can pull up the, you know, a user or the name of an individual, or they can search by location and start to see, you know, like you said, over time, if someone has come up for for, for various instances or, or crimes, and then they can reach out and help the person directly, which is, you know, the best course of action. Mm. Versus falling through the cracks, which unfortunately is, you know, exactly what happened in situations like Virginia Tech, for instance. I mean, our shooter had interacted with the school, I believe it was 18 times that they know of. And he was known primarily, you know, to his English teacher because he was writing really horrible things. His roommates had information that he was, you know, planning, he was suicidal. Uh, there were threats of him stalking females. But the police really, really never got involved because he didn't actually commit any crimes until he, he opened fire. So had the police been informed earlier and had they had this information, they would have been able to potentially, you know, respond, reach out to him personally and, and intervene before the shooting occurred. It also seems that um, the Boston Marathon brings to mind that it was, what, the first crime where they really went to the public uh, to truly use technology to try and find uh, the suspects. This appears as though this would greatly um, shortcut that path to information. Is that correct? Yes, that's absolutely correct. The Boston Marathon is a great example when they had uh, an image of, of the perpetrators within a day, even even sooner, but they weren't able to trace any information. So when they put it out there on these networks, it's you know you're opening the floodgates of information, and now you're getting things through Twitter and calls by using something like LiveSafe. You know we're giving them one channel to kind of aggregate everything and be able to organize and filter it and play around in different in different ways but absolutely because truly it's the people your people on the ground are the ones that really know what's going on and uh, and giving them a way to just quickly you know tap the right person and to share the picture or the tip that they have is 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 really every law enforcement's best chance of of uh, solving more crimes and preventing more things and to add we can to help. that uh, it's really about increasing the perception of safety as well. So if the perpetrators know that, you know, everyone here is deputized with this app to easily and quickly report, you know, bad activity, it really helps as a deterrent. You know, you know this isn't mm. the base for me to go do that bad activity or go to this place. Um, you know, just like home security signs. You know, you've got these home security signs outside your home to let the criminals know, hey, I've got a security system here. This is the wrong house to break into. I think it works the same exact way with the mobile app. really helps increase that perception of safety and really helps um, be a deterrent to criminal activity. Good point. You know, that program caught on camera, I can see segments of this already on there. <laughs> That's a sideline, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where do you see this uh, app in the next? Uh, uh, what's, what's the future of this app as far as uh, what are you going to be adding on to it? We're doing a number of things. Uh, you know, we're really innovating. We've got a, 
a huge technology team, uh, very bright, young individuals. Um, we've got a very active product roadmap with a number of innovations that are coming out, and we're very receptive to feedback as well. We're working with military personnel, police chiefs, uh, to get lots and lots of feedback on how do we make the system more intelligent, how do we make sure it's highly used. Uh, again, we, we have a lot of focus groups with uh, um, different members um, to get feedback. You know, is this app that's engaging and that you use on a daily or weekly basis. So putting in a lot of features in the, in the app that makes it engaging um, so that it's not just about crime. You know, safety and crime is what we focus on, but what are other things that we can do that engages the user um, so that something does happen that they remember to use the LiveSafe app. Um, but, yeah, we, we're doing a, a number of incredible things, and, and, and we look forward to sharing that with it, with everyone. And, again, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we've had lots of interest from military bases and we're working down a path to work with military. And, honestly, we would love to have more. I mean, nobody deserves it more um, than our armed services. And if we can get, you know, the future is really if we can get into as many bases as possible and really increase that perception of safety and, and deter that criminal activity, you know, that's a huge win for us. I love the word engaging, and I also love it that you're going to the users for information. Many governmental programs, state programs, go from what they think people want. You're actually listening to what they do want and will use. And I I think that's a wonderful way to uh, develop an application for greater adoption. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the the technology is very simple and it makes perfect sense, right? You know, if you see an intruder onto a base, you see suspicious activity, you see theft, you see someone who may need some help, you know, those are things that people should be sharing. Um, But if you can, you know, really work with the users and get the feedback on what else would they need in here to, you know, make them feel safer and create that peace of mind, then that becomes a much more useful app for them. Um, and, And, you know, that's, that's when everyone benefits. Well, I also love the part where you can personalize it to yourself so that you can put in your own list of um, whether it's your local pastor or your battle buddy or your uh, family members or someone who's completely unrelated but whom you trust. This is a population that doesn't always trust uh, what we'll call the standard means of communication. So this gives an alternative means that helps people to stay in touch and connected with one another, which is also building bridges for communicating and, and keeping that peace of mind and the perception of safety that you mentioned earlier, Shai. No, you're, you're absolutely right, Linda. I mean, we found that a lot of times it's not the person uh, always themselves who's part of the crime that's reporting something. It's the bystanders. It's those that heard about it or are friends of friends. And so it's giving them that way to communicate as well. I mean, how many times, you know, uh, do you know when your family member who might have just returned from, from service might be in a really difficult situation, but they're not, you know, uh, ready to exactly speak up. This is giving those people a way to quickly find the means to, to do so. So that's definitely part of our greater vision as we, as we expand with more military and, and students as well. I think that's excellent. All right. We're going to take a short break. I'm Gary Ray along with Linda and our guests, Christina and Shai. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Christina and Shai. And how do we go about downloading this program, this app? Great question. It's very simple. So if you have an iPhone or an Android phone, you open up the App Store. And you would just search Live Safe, one word, L-I-V-E-S-A-F-E, and it should be the first one that pops up. And once you download it, you would just accept the terms very quickly, and it will prompt you to select an agency. So this is who the report would go to. Again, just Live Safe, one word, L-I-V-E-S-A-F-E. So on a military base, this would say, you know, Fort Hood or... Johnson Air Force Base, but for now, when you download it, just hit Live Safe as the agency, and that's it. And you would fill in your profile, so if you give us your contact information and your email. When you do submit tips, that email, you'll get an email verification of, of what you submitted and kind of open up that two-way chat. And it's, as you can tell from the app, it's very uh, it's very much to- you know geared towards the user. It's very simple. It's a very clean home, home screen. It just has four buttons. 
The first one allows you to report tips. So you would hit that and you would select the kind of tip that you want to report. We have all, you know, really the most frequently seen things on universities, but we could also, we would edit these for a military basis. So if you hit mental health, on the next one is when you add any evidence, if you had a picture or a video, there's a button you can select it anonymously. And once you hit send, that would go directly to our dashboard and we would route it based on GPS. And then the other just four features are emergency, so we can make a 911 phone call. There's a map that would show the user all the nearest, uh, you know, hospitals or gas stations or nearby safe shelters. And then notify contacts is where we get that way to loop in your friends and your um, your trusted, you know, family members. You can add them to get a link to look at you in real time as you, you know, would be walking across a library or in a, you know, parking lot um, or across the base. And also just to check in and send them the link. And what's great about that is they don't have to have the app in order to, to monitor you. They can also open it just in Google Maps or on their browser as well. And then I just wanted to, you know, add and, uh, you know, first off, you know, thank all of our armed forces for all the incredible work and the risks that they take each day. And that really allows us, you know, to innovate in peace. And we're very grateful um, but, you know, again, you are the listeners, and, you know, you guys can make it possible for everyone who deserves to have Live Safe. Uh, if you guys have any ideas, um, you know, the best way to, you know, you can get it is to have, you know, if you know a colonel or a lieutenant on a base, just to email us at military at livesafemobile.com. And that's our website as well, livesafemobile.com. And then that email address one more time is military at livesafemobile.com. Sounds good. Sounds good. I, I really like the sounds of this, mainly yes, because it it's not only um, to be used for one or two things. It has probably, I can't even count them, but it sounds like over a dozen applications that all are pertinent to our military families, our vets, their peers, um, and families who at this point sometimes really don't know who or how to reach out to get help, and they're feeling extremely isolated, especially those who live in the remote areas where they may not have the contact. I also think of Guard and Reserve, who are often our citizen soldiers who feel more alone being in a community than they did um, when they were in theater. So this is a really interesting application that I think will go very far within this population based on all the things that you've shared today. So thank you so much. Yes. You know, I can see this uh, being used in disaster areas also. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, somebody like uh, Team Rubicon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or PauseRep. Yes, exactly. It could, it, Or even Dry Hooch. You could mm-hmm. put where the Dry Hooch coffee shops are on it. So, you know, we see a lot of connections from the other people that we've had on the show um, because they're GPS app-oriented uh, programs as well. We could watch him walk in real time. You could track his entire journey. <laughs> All right. All right. We should have Anthony download that. That's funny. <laughs> well, we only have about a minute left. Uh, Christina and Shai, I'd like to thank you for being on the show today. Christina, what would you like to quickly tell our listeners in closing? I would just like to tell them that uh, I would love to get their thoughts and have them reach out to us. Um, I think this is an issue that touches everyone's lives, you know, individually or someone they know. Um, and so to anyone who's been impacted, anything we can do, reach out and we will help, you know, work with you to make Live Safe um, a reality for your, for your base or your community. Because I think it's just a truly important conversation to be having nationally. All right. Shai, what would you like to say in closing? 
It was just a great honor to be on the show. And again, you know, we just can't thank our armed services enough. Um, you know, it just means so much everything that they do for us. And, and again, as Christina mentioned, if you have any ideas or have any feedback or want to help, just email us, military at livesafemobile.com. All right. Linda? I'm just delighted to have this information shared because communication and connection is what keeps everyone here with us. And thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing all this information. Yes. Today's show. Right. Thank you, guys. Today's show has been brought to you by First Class Merchant Services and Brave Marketing Concepts. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And remember, the American Heroes Network spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host Linda, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and have a terrific week. Say goodbye, Linda. (laughs) Goodbye now. (laughs) Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host Linda Crater again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, your country, and America wants you. America wants you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Save on your